the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Beautiful day. Happy that you're with us. An excellent two hours ahead for you. Kath, good to see you as well. Things are well? An excellent two hours ahead. That's kind of presumptuous. I mean, we're hoping that there's an well, excellent two hours Well, it's in the ahead. mix. We have the ingredients, I should say. There right? we go. We have the ingredients right. for an outstanding meal that we're mm-hmm. going to serve to you mm-hmm. over the next two hours. Busy day here at the radio station. We're getting new carpeting everywhere in the whole station. Yeah. It's such chaos. Everything has to be moved and lifted. Oh, my God. Um, you got a lot of stuff in your eyes. I was sweating down my back at one point. You know that feeling? <laughs> you know that. That's always a pleasant feeling, yeah. isn't it? But yeah. you got a lot of stuff. I did. And when I move it back in, yeah, gonna I'm not going to move it back in. You're going to call. Because we're going to call. It's going to be a different situation from what you see now in my okay. office. I mean, you've got a deer head in your office. Yeah. But I what feel badly getting rid of that. Whose deer head is that? Our bosses. Well, give it back. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. He brought it in. Tippy Robinette is yeah. its name. Right? Why did he bring it in? What? Because he was trying to play a joke on me because I was saying how much I really, really disliked mounting animals' heads right. on walls. And I think he went out to – he, he the bought next, it The next thing that happened is I ended up with one in my office. I mean, it's not like he's going to take it home. That's what happens when you say stuff on the air. Yeah. Well, he can't take it home. You gave me a nice uh, iced tea here. I appreciate that. Thank you. You're welcome. We usually just drink water here in the studio because we're back to the basics. But this is like a little treat. A little, little glass of iced mm-hmm. tea, yeah. I mean, there's so Cheers. much stuff in there. 15 years of, you know, minutia. I mean, I have cleaned my office since I started. I mean, I've cleaned my office multiple times. I know, but... I've never taken my whole desk out and everything, though. Right. I'm I'm scrapping all the stuff on the walls. I'm starting over. Really? I'm oh, starting over. That's too... That's way ambitious. No, I'm starting over. It's the whole thing. It's a good question. So, I mean, how much of your workspace is home space? You know what I mean? I yeah. Mean, pre-pandemic, I mean, I lived here. My, right. I had plants and yeah. all sorts of things on the walls. I'm kind of spare now. Yeah. I'm less than. Mm-hmm. Do you feel sad about that? No, no. The plants I miss, but you know that was a big, that's a big commitment. Right. I think I'm going to bring some plants in. Really? How about a bird? You want a pet? <laughs> Can we have an office pet? What do you say? How about an office? Like a I'll parrot. Do it. Yeah, that or would be good. A, to or have a parakeet. Okay. Or Can you a, imagine how hot that that bird would be? Well, the bird no. would expire. No, no. Yes, if, it if, would. if it was a tropical bird, it would feel just right at home. Right? Yeah, but it's doesn't it need greenery to shelter it oh, from boy. the burning heat, which is what we don't have. A here. station we could have Seven a station parakeet. Right? <laughs> kind of nice. <laughs> or how about a cat? Station cat. Uh, but then who's going to do the litter box? 
Yeah, I do enough litter box, you guys. Yeah. I think I'm out. Okay, all right. Mm-hmm. And just a thought anyway. As you know, you reconfigure your office. Yeah, I'm excited. The I, but there's going to be new art on the wall. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Fine. On all sides. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, my, my bulletin boards are coming down. Too bad you didn't do like a before picture and an after picture. I, I, do, I think I do have a before Why don't we have picture. our listeners chime in on what uh, they think would be appropriate? Do like a listener like what, contest. What, like what I need in there. Allow maybe you should like allow a listener to be your office renovator. Right, that's mm-hmm. complicated. I think it'd be kind of fun. You know what? Hey, that. Lexi, can you hear me? It's on Facebook. Yes. Do you, what happens here is John comes up with a lot of great ideas for me. Uh-huh. Did you hear that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That happens. It's a really good idea. Well, it be, Lex, it would be fun, wouldn't it? Be fun. And Lex, how about your office? We get your because you're fairly new here. I have nothing in my office. You do t- no. That's not. You have a very nice office. Yeah, with very little on the walls. Every time I go into a Zoom meeting, I go, "Man, I wish I had something behind." Listen, me. wait. Here's this little secret here. At mm-hmm. Seven Parkway Center, there is a storage room upstairs that has artwork and desks, furniture, all that stuff from past tenants, and it's just all sitting there. It's up for grabs. That's insane. It so. Are you sure that's still a thing? Well, it was a thing before the pandemic. What's changed? There's only more What's of it now. changed? I don't know. What's changed since the pandemic? There's only just, everything. There's just Every more Every last thing has changed since the pandemic. Our, old, our older producer, Christy, went up there, and she was like, holy smokes. And she decorated her office. So why not? It's kind of like, I, I don't know, free decorating. I think that the verdict's out on that. But I'd be happy to go up and look with you, Lex. I would like to go back up there. Let's do it. Okay, right, but good. we can't do it today. All right, so Coming up on today's program in the 5 o'clock hour, we'll talk about gender or sex. It's a uh, conversation that's hard to have. Oh, my gosh. It makes people super angry. Everybody goes into their corner. This is what I think. This is what you think. And everybody right, hates on right, each other. Right, right. Uh, Kirk Bjorklund's going to kind of help us suss that out a little navigate right that's coming up in the five o'clock hour Uh, also the most walkable cities in the u.s for car free trips so if you're someone who likes to maybe fly to a destination Mm -hmm. and then not rent a car just be able to walk walk around that i'd love that idea i really love that idea so we'll talk about that in the five o'clock hour Mm -hmm. coming up in this hour how do millennials and younger and generation z look at financials it seems because college debt has skyrocketed over the last 15 years. There's a whole generation of people that don't even want to know how much money they owe. Mm-hmm. It's just too painful to look at. It's understandable. And then how long should you support your adult kids? Mm-hmm. When Off do you, the payroll. Right. When when do you stop paying for their phone or mm-hmm. their whatever? Uh, we'll talk about that at 435. Okay, very good. That and much more ahead. But first, before we get underway, as we always do, Kath presents with us with news stories of the day. So, Kath, please give us the top four at four. For Thursday, April 20th, 2023, number one. A story in today's New York Times that begins this way. Hundreds of miles apart, the two men stood in courtrooms, John, accused of shooting at someone who had made a wrong turn. In a courthouse in Fort Edward, New York, Kevin Monahan, age 65, was denied bail yesterday in a case where prosecutors say he fatally shot Kaylin Gillis, age 20, after she and a group of friends mistakenly drove up his driveway while looking for another friend's house. At the same time, in a small courtroom in Liberty, Missouri, Andrew Lester, age 84, carried a cane as he pleaded not guilty in the shooting of Ralph Yarl, age 16. 
who had come to Mr. Lester's door mistakenly thinking it was the address where his younger siblings were waiting to be picked up. The two shootings were among recent cases involving gun attacks on individuals who were simply lost or had seemingly made a minor misstep during an everyday task. How pitiful is that? Number two. SpaceX's huge Starship rocket, the most powerful ever built, blasted off on an unpiloted maiden flight today and successfully flew for only two minutes before tumbling out of control and big time exploding. Apparently it was called a rapid unscheduled disassembly, (laughs) according to CBS News. That's from SpaceX engineer John Insprucker. You like that? A rapid unscheduled disassembly. Right. So it blew up. Exactly. I think I'm going to use it. We could have T-shirts made. Now, uh, this was a development test, John, the first test flight of Starship. The goal was to gather data and clear the pad and get ready to go again. So they're not too upset about it. wonder how much that costs. A lot. Number three. The Boy Scouts of America's $2.4 billion bankruptcy or reorganization plan took effect yesterday, but more time will be needed before the survivors of sex abuse at the hands of Boy Scout leaders and volunteers begin receiving compensation. The plan became effective when the third U.S. Circuit denied a request by the plan's opponents to issue a stay while they appeal to a federal district court's approval of the plan. Uh, It's ABC News. You can read more details. And how sad is that? Very. Because I've given you such sad news, I'm giving you something that's kind of amusing with number four. Are you Thank ready? Thank you so much, It's please. kind of a weird animal story. Okay. New York City Mayor Eric Adams has named former school teacher Kathleen Corradi to a new position on April 12th, according to UPI. Do you want to know what she's going to be doing in please New York? Please tell me. She is the new rat czar. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yes. So she uh, will be the director of what they call rodent mitigation. Mm-hmm. Um, Adams, the mayor, said it was, quote, clear we needed someone solely focused on leading our rat reduction efforts across all five boroughs. And that's your top four at four. I think it's a handsome salary. Well, listen to this. In 2022, rat sightings in the city increased by how much do you think? 30 percent. 74. Requirements for the job included being, this is a quote, highly motivated and somewhat bloodthirsty. <laughs> With a swashbuckling attitude, crafty humor, and general aura of bad blankery. <laughs> the new rat czar said, I look forward to sending the rats packing. Very nice. All right. I mean, God bless her. That's that, a heck of a job. How about that? The head of rodent, she's rat czar. Yeah. Capital R, capital C. Someone's got to do it, right? We're taking a break. When we the come back, rat. Jay Warner Wallace will be with us, former Dateline cold case detective. We're going to talk about... A person of interest. Mm -hmm. It's next. WORD. The current school year is not even over, but Word FM is already talking about heading back to school. Back to school! If you've ever considered sending your child to a Christian school, but the cost was holding you back, check out the WORD half-price tuition deals now at wordfm.com. Send your child to a school that's teaching them the same values you're teaching at home for the full year, but only pay for half. See the complete list of schools now at wordfm.com tuitions. Eric was way behind on his taxes. I owed a lot of money to the IRS. Almost $15,000. I tried to make payments. The IRS wasn't satisfied. 
satisfied with Eric's efforts, so they came after him full force. They're coming to put a lien and a hold on all my income, my home, my car. I was just overwhelmed at what to do. Then Eric called Optima Tax Relief. When Optima Tax got involved, the cars would stop, the threats would stop. It was easy like, uh... One, two, three. Optima Tax Relief is A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau, and their team of expert tax professionals took care of Eric's problem. I owe 15000 and now my debt is clean. I don't owe anything. Take Eric's advice. If you have a tax problem, you need to call Optima Tax now. Call Optima Tax Relief for a free consultation. Call 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Tens of thousands affected by the toxic water at Camp Lejeune are left with death, cancer, Parkinson's, dementia, birth defects, and other serious illnesses. And along with the harm, so many worries. My family drank the Camp Lejeune water. What if our health gets worse and we need more financial help? How do I protect my VA benefits and get the compensation I deserve and need? The answer is simple. Call James Harris Law, the experienced trusted law firm that can get you significant compensation while protecting all your VA benefits. We're already fighting for hundreds of Marines, families, and civilians who drank Camp Lejeune water. But if you miss the deadline, you could forever lose your right to the justice you deserve. So call our Camp Lejeune legal helpline now. Now may be your last chance to receive full compensation. Don't delay. Call 800-320-7171. 800-320-7171. Rama Christian School is enrolling now. Rama is a private school in Moon Township serving children in preschool through 8th grade. Recognized for its commitment to a biblically integrated curriculum that nurtures a Christian worldview and academic excellence, Rama aims to develop the whole child, spiritually, physically, mentally, emotionally, and socially. Rama is a true community of families who desire to raise up the next generation of godly leaders, also offering programs for homeschool families. For tuition and enrollment information, visit RamaChristianSchool.org. Having just come through Easter week, the resurrection of Jesus is, I think, still, as it should be, on our minds, right? All of our minds. Well, cold case homicide detective Jay Warner Wallace is back with us. Jim Wallace is a Dateline-featured cold case detective, author, speaker, senior fellow at the Colson Center for Christian Worldview Apologetics. His newest book is called Person of Interest, Why Jesus Still Matters in a World That Rejects the Bible. Jim, welcome back. How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, this is a big time of the year where I get asked a lot about how we can even know Jesus is a person of interest. So I'm glad to talk about it. Fabulous. So in our uh, in church tradition, this is the season of Easter tide, which means yeah. that we're focusing on living in the resurrection. And I, I love that, obviously, because it's a lot of it's a lot happier story than Lent. But what I really love is that it's a longer the church fathers decided it would be a longer season so that we to emphasize the fact that there is more rejoicing than there is lament. Um, and for people who don't know Jesus, that seems like it would be good news to everyone. Yeah, actually, we are in 2000 years of rejoicing because this is the impact that Jesus had. What I mean is, is that even if you're not a Christian, if you're an atheist, like I was for 35 years, the stuff that you value more than anything else 
is stuff that we are indebted to Jesus and his followers for. Let me give you an example of this. It turns out that if you are interested in literature or art or music or education or science, those are the big five things that most non-believers would say are the important characteristics of a healthy culture. Well, it turns out that all of those things have been impacted by one man more than any other figure in history. And that's Jesus of Nazareth. No one's been written about more than Jesus of Nazareth. No one's been sung about more, illustrated, carved, uh, painted, etched, sculpted more. He's impacted more uh, famous artists than any other figure in the history of figures. Not only that, education is indebted to Christianity. I mean, Mm -hmm. (laughs) there's hardly a a university on planet Earth. There are some, but you could take every other um, worldview atheism, Buddhism, you just name it, Jewish uh, folks who have planted universities, put them all together and multiply by 10, you're not going to reach the number that have been planted by Christians. The modern university was developed in Bologna, Paris, and Oxford, three Christian universities. The university as you know it today is a Christian invention. It came out of the monastery schools and the the cathedral schools. And we are indebted. By the way, where does science come from? It turns out, I did some research on this for a person of interest, The science fathers, those are the people who founded the major scientific disciplines, were largely Christians. That's right. It's a Christian worldview that ignited the sciences. You can learn more about Jesus from the science fathers than you can learn from the church fathers. That's how much they wrote about and were in. I'm not just talking about people who are in the 15th and 16th century. I'm talking the entire span of science history, even now. More Nobel scientists, more Nobel laureates in the science uh, and the sciences have come from Christianity than any other worldview. We always think that, yeah, you know, that we're kind of anti-science, right? Well, not actually. We are indebted to Christians for science. Fabulous. But, Jim, here we are, 21st century. And, of course, if you follow along with the pollsters and whatnot, Christianity is declining uh, rapidly around the world, especially here in the United States. So many people uh, were not raised with any connection at all to Christ in their lives. They never go to church. They never read the Bible. So the question is, which you're trying to answer, of course, is, does Jesus still matter here in the 21st century? Well, yeah, exactly. And I can tell you this. It's true. We we have a very Western perspective on the nature of the church. And I say church with a big C. And that's counting everyone who would call themselves a Christ follower. But it turns out the growth of Christianity globally is a different story, a very different story. What's happening in Africa, what's happening in South America is actually – what's happening in China is actually remarkable. I'm not concerned about the growth of Christianity, because I, but we are definitely in a nation and in the West where we are seeing a decline. And a lot of this is because we've become more and more independent, independent and more and more certain as humans mm. of our own knowledge. Which is, to be honest, probably not a, a wise thing, given that we shouldn't be all that certain. But we, we feel like, hey, we know more. We know enough now to know that those old ways of thinking are antiquated, right? Well, it turns out that those old ways of thinking that are in the New Testament uh, actually are the, the, the foundation of human flourishing. Under every metric by which we measure human flourishing, if it's about uh, how much income you have, how much education you receive, how healthy you are, how mentally healthy you are, under every metric, it turns out that the attributes of human flourishing are very ancient. Even though we might just discover them today, they are very ancient. They're on the pages of the New Testament. The roles of men and women, the roles we have in relationships, how we ought to parent 
how we ought to be a humble species that puts humility first. Mm -hmm. These are the attributes of human flourishing that we're discovering now Mm -hmm. that actually are are very ancient, and they're on the pages of the New Testament. I would say that most people in America don't know that. I would guess that if you you asked most people who are outside the church – what they think of Christianity or Christians, it has something to do with being closed-minded or preachy or Republican or yeah. uh, homophobic. Well, that, that's, a, that's a very uh, interesting point because we are in a nation right now that has conflated these two things, right? Your religious identity and your political identity are sometimes seen as the same thing. Right. And so we get political candidates that seem to represent not just the whole group of that party, but the whole group of that belief system that seems to support that party. And there's the danger, right, in us doing that. I am not, I always say I don't vote for, I've never voted for a candidate. I am voting for potential future realities because some of those potential future realities will be similar to a Christian worldview and some will not. And I'm going to have to vote for, a, a, you know, that future potential reality is being represented by one of the candidates. So, But I'm not voting for the candidate. We're all fallen, messed up humans. I'm voting for the potential future reality that candidate might bring about. And that means that sometimes you're going to have to ride an ugly horse to get to the destination you want to get to. But that's okay because I'm not voting for the horse. I'm voting for the destination. Jay Werner Wallace is with us. His latest book is called Person of Interest, Why Jesus Still Matters in a World that Rejects the Bible. So, Jim, in a world that rejects the Bible, where most people don't even bother to read the Bible, but, of course, our ancestors, grandparents, great-grandparents, and beyond, were steeped in God's Word. Now, that's shifted. So how does the world move forward when we are biblically illiterate? We don't have the same things to hold on to that our ancestors had. Well, that's very true. And I think part of that's how we deal with young people, right? Let's just think about this for a second. Uh, we are, and I've said this before, and maybe with you guys too, that, that there's a kind of a trick that has to happen when we're talking to young people, that Gen Z group. And what I mean is I always want to give two whys for every what. So in the past, we might have said, here's what's true about the Bible. Here's what's true about God. What's true about Jesus? What, 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 what? That's fine. That's imparting information that's incredibly important. But for young people now, I think we have to give them two whys for every one what. And the first why is simply, well, why do you think that's true? On the basis of what evidence can you make this kind of a claim? You think Jesus rose from the dead? Well, there's lots of biblical evidence, but there's also lots of other ways of, of, of you know, cutting that pie. And I don't want to be able to show my, my young people that this is not a, a, just a blind jump leap of faith. You know, this idea of hope, hope in this context in, the, in our modern era is, oh, it's I, I wishful thinking. You know, you think the, the the Rams are going to win the Super Bowl next year? Well, I hope so. Like, you know, I certainly want it to be true, but no, hope in the biblical context is a full conviction, a certainty on the basis of the evidence. So we put our hope in this. So I want to be able to, the first why is why is this true? But the second why might be the more important one. And that is, okay, so this is what you're saying is true. And here's why you think it's true. Why should I care? That why should I care question for young people is the, the difference. Because we have to make this, it matters. Why does it matter? Why, why does any of this, why does the triune nature of God matter? Well, it turns out the triune nature of God explains why we're lonely. 
explains why sometimes we feel like we're on the outside looking in on our social media. It's because we are created by a triune God who's been in relationship from all eternity. God is love. No, he doesn't teach you how to love. He's not the source of love. He is love because he alone has been in that triune relationship from all eternity. It turns out that theology matters. It matters because it explains your tomorrow. And if we can't help young people see that, they're going to think, yeah, nothing else really matters. Jay Warner Wallace with us, uh, cold case homicide investigator in his former life. Now he's a writer and a speaker and all sorts of things like that. Uh, Jim, talk about what you're doing right now, where you've been traveling to. Um, are you back on the road after COVID? What does that look like? Well, all of us are probably back a little bit after COVID. But mm-hmm. what I've learned as I get to this age is that, you know, this seems to have value, time and money yeah. or time and time and impact. Yeah. Well, time has more value at this point. So what I'm doing now is looking at that second thing I talked to you about. What is it about the nature of Scripture that informs the way we ought to live? And that's really where I'm focused for the next couple of years. Okay. So what does that mean for you? Well, it means I'm writing another book. Okay. Uh, book right now is called Chasing Leads. We'll see where that ends up as far as the title goes, but I hope to have that out next year. And it's talking about, yes, it turns out if you aim at human flourishing, you will hit Christianity every time. Yeah. Fabulous. Okay. Well, gosh, we look forward to seeing that. We Jim. sure do. Jim, people want to find you in your ministry. Where do they go? Coldcasechristianity.com. And our kids' academy is casemakersacademy.com. Casemakersacademy.com. Always a pleasure. Coldcasechristianity.com. J. Werner Wallace. Thank you, Jim. Good to see you, Jim. Excellent work. Thanks for having me. Thank I appreciate you. you guys. This is Kathy Emmons. John and I are grateful for the encouragement we have from all of our advertisers and especially our friends at Grove City College. Thanks to everyone at Grove City for supporting the ride home. Contact the tax group for details and restrictions. Attention anyone that owes money to the IRS. The IRS has restarted aggressive enforcement actions against taxpayers who owe back taxes that were temporarily suspended for COVID. If you owe $10,000 or more, you must hear this because now is the time to clear your IRS tax debt. A special toll-free number has been established so you can stop penalty fees, avoid liens, levies, or other hostile measures by the IRS. Call the tax group right now at 800-792-4730. The tax group will provide you with the maximum protection afforded by law. I got behind on my taxes and owed $48,000. I didn't know what to do. I called and they got my bill lowered to just $3,500. I owed $87,000 in taxes and it was scary. I got the amount I owed down to just $3,500. I saved $83,500. If you owe money to the IRS, don't wait another day. Call 800-792-4730 right now before the IRS enforces liens, levies, and other regressive measures. The call and consult are absolutely free. Call now. Call 800-792-4730. 800-792-4730. 800-792-4730. 730. Tens of thousands affected by the toxic water at Camp Lejeune are left with death, cancer, Parkinson's, dementia, birth defects, and other serious illnesses. And along with the harm, so many worries. My family drank the Camp Lejeune water. What if our health gets worse and we need more financial help? How do I protect my VA benefits and get the compensation I deserve and need? The answer is simple. Call James Harris Law, the experienced, trusted law firm that can get you significant compensation while protecting all your VA benefits. We're already fighting for hundreds of Marines, families, and civilians who drank Camp Lejeune water. But if you miss the deadline, you could forever lose your right to the justice you deserve. So call our Camp Lejeune legal helpline now. Now may be your last chance to receive full compensation. Don't delay. 
Call 800-299-7878. That's 800-299-7878. 800-299-7878. Roofing, siding, or remodeling? Right, 724-NEW-ROOF. Listen on your smart speaker at wordfm.com, the Word FM app, iHeart, tune in, and on Odyssey, in your car or at home, too, at 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. New message. Your social security number has been suspended. If you do not contact us, your account will be deactivated. Scammers are aggressive when they contact a potential victim. Social Security Administration employees will never threaten you for information or promise benefits in exchange for information. In those cases, the call is fraudulent and you should just hang up. Don't provide any personal or financial information to these thieves. Call the Social Security Fraud Hotline at 1-800-269-0271. It'll be partly cloudy and mild tonight. We'll reach a nighttime low of 57. Tomorrow will be warm. Temperatures approaching the record set back in 1985 with a few peaks of sunshine giving way to clouds. Expect an afternoon thunder shower at a high of 82. We'll see periods of rain and a thunderstorm to start the weekend Saturday. Expect a high Saturday of 59. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. You know, you pull into your uh, favorite fast food place, and I I always thought that there was a standardization as far as pricing was concerned. That the you know the price you paid for fries at a McDonald's in Pittsburgh was pretty much the price you'd pay for fries in Aberdeen, South Dakota. But apparently, that is not true. I found a map here online. How much does your Big Mac cost? Now, this is crazy because you can see in real time across the country exactly how much your Big Mac's going to cost. So I zoom in on us here in western Pennsylvania, and uh, it's color-coded. The uh, dark green uh, dots on this map are the cheapest Big Macs. Then they have sort of different shades of green, and then somehow orange or red are your most expensive Big Macs. Now, to be fair, it's been a long time since I've had a Big Mac, but I'm just curious about the numbers. So let me um, look at this Big Mac map, Big Mac map, (laughs) and uh, sort of break down for you, at least generally, in the area where uh, Big Macs are cheap and expensive, okay? So let me see. I'm looking here right now, West Liberty Avenue. Uh, there's a McDonald's, West Liberty Avenue right, here, right? I know it. Not that far away. A Big Mac that's the cheapest in the area, $4.39. Wait, so Big Macs are different prices around Pittsburgh? That's what I was just saying. Not just around Pittsburgh, around the country. I, I guess I can understand it more around the country, but how are... So I'm, you're paying a different price on West Liberty Avenue than you're paying in, on you know Perry Highway in the North Hills? Here, West Liberty Avenue, $4.39. Clariton Boulevard, $5.69. What? So why are you paying more money in Clariton than you're on, paying on West Liberty Avenue? Isn't that crazy? Yeah. So how, so the franchise determines how much they're charging for- Apparently a, for, so, yeah, uh-huh, yeah, yeah. Uh, the McDonald's on Perry Highway, the Big yeah. Mac there, five twenty nine. Uh, previous price was four ninety nine, but apparently there's a little price gone up. Yeah, but so there's a map here, Calf. I was just showing. Look, it's a national map, and um, 
You can just chart anywhere you want to go in the country if you're so inclined to find your Big Macs. Red dots are the most expensive. Doesn't that seem, first of all, it surprises me. Second of all, it doesn't seem like it's a little bit devious. No, no, because like you said, I mean, franchisees, they're paying the freight, so they they can pay whatever they want to pay. Um, A McDonald's in California, El Camino Real in Palo Alto, California, $6.09. Wow. Okay. Uh, let me see. Let me go. Let me go to like the hinterland somewhere. Let me go to North Dakota. A McDonald's in North Dakota, uh, three dollars and fifty nine cents in um, Aberdeen, You're South Dakota. Kidding me? Three fifty nine. Yeah, the most expensive out out west here, seven fifty nine in uh, Tucson, Arizona. So everything's up for grabs. It's for the fast. I isn't it? I never knew. Neither did I. So if you're a Big Mac aficionado, you might want to have this map. Lex, did you know that? Not at all. How all right. about it? Okay. Okay. Everything's well, up for grabs, isn't it? Look at your Big Mac mm-hmm. map. Okay. Uh, do you have kids on your payroll? That is, are you paying for your kids' phone, rent? We'll talk about that next and when to bump them off the payroll. 101.5 WORD. Pittsburgh's favorite Christian music on the weekends. With the best new music. New New music. New music from We Are Messengers, Wholehearted. Yes, I Am by Christian Paul. And Andrew Ritt for the love of God. best new music and Pittsburgh's favorites. 101.5 Word FM on the weekend. Doing it right. Roofing, siding, remodeling. Specializing in roof replacements for churches and places of worship for nearly 40 years. For the church roof replacement specialists in Pittsburgh and the surrounding area, call 724-NEW-ROOF today for a free quote. This is an urgent announcement for anyone that's $10,000 or more in debt. Before you make another minimum payment, you need to know there are special programs that can completely free you of your debt. Total Financial Freedom can help you become debt-free in months instead of years. Resolve your credit card debt, signature loans, department store cards, internet loans, and timeshares. Call now at 800-533-6605 for a free consultation. For 16 years, Total Financial Freedom has helped thousands get out of debt. You can feel confident when calling because Total Financial Freedom is A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau. Battling for years and years stuck in the endless cycle of minimum payments could take decades. You have the right to get your debt resolved and substantially reduce your monthly payments. Call Total Financial now at 800-533-6605. That's 800-533-6605. 800-533-6605. Whether you own a local business or a global one, you know that these days, generating growth is a challenge. By teaming with Bank of America, you'll not just stay ahead of the curve, you'll move it. With access to experts, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter, locally and globally. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Copyright 2023 Bank of America N.A. 
Here's football star Tony Romo for Skechers Max Cushioning Footwear. You know when you go to your kid's game and you have to sit on those uncomfortable, super hard bleachers? That's how I feel now when I wear regular shoes. Why? Because once I started wearing Skechers Max Cushioning, I've been spoiled with how amazing extra cushioning feels. Skechers maxed out the cushioning with a thick, comfy slice of super light, ultra build cushioning. They're soft, pillowy feel with every step. See all the fashionable styles of Max Cushioning at the Skechers store, Skechers.com, or wherever stylish footwear is sold. Roofing, siding, or remodeling? Seven two four new roof. I was out to dinner with some friends of ours the other night and uh, talking about their oldest son, who had just graduated from college and had moved to um, another city to start his life, and got himself an apartment. Has got his car. Is gonna you know find his way at a pretty good job, I think. And uh, the dad. <laughs> Leaned back at one point during the conversation, uh, put his hands behind his head with a big smile and said, yeah, the kid is off the family payroll. And that meant everything. Yeah. No rent, no credit card, no student loan, no cell phone. No Amazon account. Nothing. Off off everything. Mm -hmm. Right? Off the payroll. And there you go into adulthood. Mm -hmm. That's a big deal. It it? is. And fewer and fewer 22-year-olds are off the payroll. Yep. 68% of parents with children 18 or older say they have made and are making a financial sacrifice to help their kids. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. This is according to MarketWatch. Um, 31% of the parents who were surveyed said they have made what they say is a significant financial sacrifice to help their adult children with money. Mm Mm-hmm. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, you know things are expensive. It's, yes. Things are different than when you and I were kids. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt about that. But I, I think both of us left home at a fairly early age and never looked back, which mm-hmm. was pretty much sort of what we typical, did, right? right? People did that. Now, with the cost of college and everyone with the ubiquitous cell phones and whatnot, I mean... I'm still paying my kids cell phones. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my kids is right. living so with I. us. Mm-hmm. Um, there's yep. student loan payments. I'm not paying anybody's credit card, which I hope they don't have. Yeah, uh, We've preached that gospel a lot. But there's still any number of things that you're paying, car insurance, that yep. they're on our payroll. Yep. Okay. I don't know. This, this uh, article I'm reading in Market Watch said something I thought was interesting. They said... Okay, remember the uh, thing they tell you when you get on an airplane when they're going through the safety checks? Right, right. Take and care they of your... take care of yourself first right. before you assist someone else. Right. So, um, someone here, uh, Ted Rossman, senior industry analyst at Bankrate, says offering financial assistance can backfire if it puts your own savings, your own investments, and financial well being at risk. He said a lot of parents now aren't taking a careful look at their own cash flow which includes their requirements to save for their own retirement. And so if helping a child is introducing additional debt for the mom and dad or the requirement to work longer than they planned, then a crack can develop between the parent and the child. <laughs> that might be the That's nicest nice way, way to put, put it. it. Yeah, a crack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Someone's going to get cracked, yeah. right? <laughs> okay. okay, Gen Z adults said that they shouldn't have to start paying rent until age 23 on average. Baby boomers and Gen Xers the parents, they beg to differ, saying that their kids should pony up and start to pay at age 21. 
when it comes to cell phones and credit card bills. I'm not paying my kids credit card bill. Right. Please. Um, uh, there's a total disconnect here, right? Um, uh, Gen Z thinks, Where are you reading from? I'm um, reading from Bankrate, which is okay. pr- pretty much. Yeah, the same one I was yep. reading. Oh, uh, no, I was on MarketWatch, sorry. When it comes to cell phones and credit card bills, Gen Z thinks they should start paying for them by age 21. Parents say, you know, 19 would be better. Okay. Oh, you got a 19-year-old paying your bills. That's pretty good. Right. I mean, my parents paid for my rent until I got my first job, which was out of college. So until I was 22, okay. they paid for my rent. And then, I, of course, there were no phones. No. So that wasn't a, th- a thing. And you didn't have a car? And I didn't have a car. No, I never had a car. Right. I used the bus. So, 61A, 61B. <laughs> right. Be careful. You get on it on the right side of the street. Right, right. Uh, you make only that mistake one time. I don't know. I think it's it, things are things are just way different now. And especially because of COVID, things are just different. Yeah. Now, what about this other article that we were looking at? Um, that's one from the Washington Post that um, kids can't even make them, can't even force themselves to look at how much money they owe. Well, because college costs have skyrocketed to such a degree that kids don't even want to know. And I can identify with that because if you owe $200,000, you're like, oh my gosh. That's that's just crazy. So just tell me how much I owe on a monthly basis and then I'm just going to keep my head in the sand. I'm not saying it's smart, but psychologically I can see why they're doing it. See how damaging that would be to your psyche? Yes, it's horrible. Because if you owe 70, 80, 90, whatever amount of money, for the next, how many decades you were just going to grind it and grind it and grind it? It would seem hopeless. I misspoke. It wasn't the Washington Post where we saw that. It was the Wall Street Journal. And uh, this was a couple days ago. It said, some tune out bank and credit card balances. Some lose track of their spending. Some rack up debt. The average credit card debt rose 29% mm. in March from a year earlier for millennials. And for Gen Z, it went up 40%. Yeah. Younger people also more likely to have paid late fees or taken advances from their credit card. Psychologists call these behaviors financial avoidance and say it is a typical habit among younger people in any era. Yeah. You're just immature and yeah. don't know how to figure out your finances. I feel I, I did that. My first credit card was uh, my Kaufman's card, which I got because I was an employee. Yeah. And I, I mean, I probably had 60 bucks on it, uh-huh. but I didn't pay it. And I just didn't, I didn't, didn't look think, at it. I, I, it came in the mail and I was like, Oh, I'll get to that. And then I, and then I just didn't. Anyway, that's, Still shows up on my credit report. What? What? That still shows up. Really? Because I went like four months, five months without paying it. Holy that smokes. was when I was 19 years old. It doesn't matter. You should, absolutely. Anyway, avoidance is a common coping me- mechanism um, for all forms of anxiety. I think we all know that. Yeah. Um, James Gay is 22 years old, and this is what he says. He moved from Mayo, Florida to Tallahassee to attend Florida State. He shared a three-bedroom apartment with two friends. Mm -hmm. With everything closed, his classes completely online, he said he ordered from DoorDash instead of cooking and shopped online to counter his uncertainty and boredom. He said, really, it was my outlet to enjoy my college experience. He developed a particular affinity for Crocs. Oh, now owns 15 pairs. 
Mm-hmm. Anyway, he said, sometimes I'd forget about the bills. He eventually received a call from his father who had checked his credit card account and saw that he had used 90% of his $5,000 limit. After that, he said he changed his ways. Shut it down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I wonder if kids live like this. So I know you, you, uh, how many, did you have five roommates? Yes. I I lived in a house. I had four, there were five guys in one house. Yeah. Um, it, it, it worked, right? I think people are less willing to live like that now. Yeah. In a dive. Or just, you know, in a, with 10 people or like yeah. five people around you. You know? Yeah. Th- then I was like, it was such a good deal financially. Yeah. Why would you not do that? But could you imagine being a kid today because rents are through the roof I and mean, everything is tenfold. Everything's so super expensive. Mm-hmm. But every generation has to figure out how to live in their time, whatever it is. And there are bad times, economically speaking. So delaying it doesn't make it any easier to take you just you're gonna have to figure out how to do it i was leaving uh, for work today and looked at the mailbox my kids got credit card offers my kids get credit card off all the time all the time which is unfair it's completely unfair right i mean it's such an enticement yeah yeah, sure you know it's like how um porn reaches out and grabs young boys online it does it reaches – I'm not trying to exempt young men, but I am saying that the what they're subjected to online is not fair. Yeah. It's the same thing with credit cards. Is If you are 18 years old, you start getting credit card offers. And you think, oh, great, this would make my life easier. If no one's ever taught you about finances, sure. it's free you, money. Could, you could ruin your financial future within the first year of being away from home. Yeah. That $60 Coffins bill looks like nothing by comparison, right? Because easily five grand, 10 grand, 15 yeah. grand, boom. And interest rates are through the roof right now, right? Yep. Some credit cards are charging 29% Percent, interest. Sure. That's crazy money. Sure. I don't know. I don't know either. And there's and I don't want uh, to ever encourage anyone listening or you or Lexi or whoever to be looking at somebody else's family and saying they're doing it wrong. No, because... Because every family has to decide for yourself how you're going to work it out. And there's a lot of things about somebody's family that you don't know. Right. I mean... Even in your own family, with your own kids, things are different. Between kids, they are. Yeah, sure. right. I mean, I'm not mm-hmm. trying to show you don't try try to show favoritism, right. but this kid did this, this kid that. So, so you try to make it yep, fair and equitable right. for everybody yep. without you know leaning too far left or too far right. I don't mm-hmm. know. It's very complex. It is really complicated. Let's do a phone or sometime on that. On how how would you how would you set that up? What, what would the question be? What do you? How many of your kids are you still paying for, and how old are they? <laughs> and, how, and how do you feel about it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe we'll do that next uh, yeah. week. Have you lost your retirement yeah. fund because you didn't yeah. pay your kids, right? Yeah. yeah, I like that idea. All right. After the break, um, Senator Todd Young, he's got a sweet new gig. He took it over from uh, former PA Senator Toomey. We'll find out what it is next. It's a good one. Experience the movie based on the miraculous story of George Foreman. George Foreman ain't no new champ. He is the new champ. Foreman is down! 
I'm not going to box anymore. I'm going to follow God. It's the greatest comeback story of all time. There's only two things I know how to do. Box and preach. And preach you won't pay the bills. Performance, 45 years old. The risk isn't losing. It's surviving. How can you beat that man? I'm going to do this my way. Big George Foreman, exclusively in movie theaters. April 28th, we did PG-13. Maybe inappropriate for children under 13. Tens of thousands affected by the toxic water at Camp Lejeune are left with death cancer, dementia, birth defects, and other serious illnesses. And along with the harm, so many worries. Call James Harris Law, the experienced, trusted law firm that can get you significant compensation while protecting all your VA benefits. Call our Camp Lejeune legal helpline now. Call 800-366-6633. 800-366-6633. Every summer, Pine Valley Camp changes lives, not just for the more than 100 underserved kids who attend each week, but for the many high school and college-age volunteers and staff who work with them as lifeguards, cooks, camp counselors, and more. If you're 16 to 25, apply now and come help make an impact and change lives in a fun, safe, Christian family environment. Apply today at pinevalleycamp.org. Pine Valley Camp, rebuilding broken lives through Jesus Christ. In Beaver County, camp opens mid-June. Guys, if you're frustrated with online dating, give Pittsburgh Singles a try. If you're between 38 and 43, single, Christian, educated, and family-oriented, Pittsburgh Singles has two particular VIP women you might want to meet. These beautiful, educated, local Christian women are looking for the same thing you are, the possibility of forever love with someone who shares their faith and values. Could that be you? Take three easy steps to find out with Pittsburgh's premier matchmaking service at pittsburgh-singles.com. Rama Christian School is enrolling now. Rama is a private school in Moon Township serving children in preschool through eighth grade, recognized for its commitment to a biblically integrated curriculum that nurtures a Christian worldview and academic excellence. Rama aims to develop the whole child, spiritually, physically, mentally, emotionally, and socially. Rama is a true community of families who desire to raise up the next generation of godly leaders. Also offering programs for homeschool families. For tuition and enrollment information, visit RamaChristianSchool.org. Trip to Europe. Visit all 30 Major League Baseball stadiums. Go skydiving. Okay, so you know what you want to do in retirement, but do you know how to get there? Tune into your retirement blueprint with Kurt Kenotic and Ethan Lane of Accurate Solutions Group Saturdays at 10 a.m. to get answers to your retirement planning questions. Plan today so you can do the things you've always dreamt about doing in retirement. Listen every Saturday morning at 10 to Your Retirement Blueprint with Accurate Solutions Group. Investment advisory services offered through ASG Investment Management, LLC. There is a new candy man at the United States Senate. I did not know this. Senator Todd Young has a uh, new gig. He is the, um, the overseer of the Senate's candy desk. The task of supplying the Senate with its sugar fix, candy, began in 1965 when Senator George Murphy of California began stocking his desk with sweet treats and has continued ever since. Uh, Pat Toomey has occupied the sweet seat since 2015. Senator from our fair state, yep. Commonwealth, actually. It is in the back row, the desk is, on the Republican side of the chamber, mm. next to the chamber's most heavily used entrance, making the occupant a red-hot commodity. Um, you have uh, to pay for the candy? Uh, no, I think it's all free. Let's, it's all donated. Figures. 
While the desk is located on the Republican side of the chamber, having a sweet tooth cuts across party lines, and the tweets are available to any member who needs a fix. Per tradition, the desk will be stocked with treats donated by the confectioners from the presiding senator's state. Mm. Indiana candy, Indiana candy will include gummies from Albany's confectionery, milk and dark chocolate from DeBrand Fine Chocolates, Red Hots, something called Toxic Waste from New Albany Sugar Shop, Sour Punch Straws from the Sweet Tooth in Munster, Caramels from Kraft. Uh, they must be located in Indiana. The Kraft people. That they were, I mean... They're probably everywhere. Mr. Kraft is in New England. Jumbo jelly beans and chocolate-covered jelly beans. Chocolate-covered jelly beans is disgusting. I would try it. <laughs> Buckeyes from Mr. Fudge's Confectionery. Hey, speaking of, you know what I had last night? Mm. I have never had a Reese's egg. What? Until last night. What? What took you so long? I don't... And? Man, is that good. Of course it is. That's why they sell millions of them. Probably. Holy That's good. How? What made you do that? What a delicious treat. Never well, having done it. I was, I was, I was repotting plants like, late last night in my kitchen. Yeah. And I finished doing it, and I was just about ready to go to bed, and I thought, I could use a little <sighs> bit of something, and it was right there in my freezer. What is that? That's what? Do you want to do that before you go to bed? Yes. Just a little? Mm. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's the worst. What is that I don't thing know. late at night? I don't know. I'm like, literally. I'm, I've been better the last two weeks. I mean, I was in just a really bad place for three months. I'm coming a out of place. it. bad place. Yes. Like, like every yeah. night I had, I was like. I told you, there was one point. It was like 11 o'clock at night. I drove to Sheets. <laughs> I mean, that's how pathetic. I was like. Right. I, I, I know. It's like it overtakes it me. It does. It's very painful. Really? Okay, so now this is this is free sugar, free candy that the uh, senators are getting. That's a sweet, no pun intended. It's a sweet gig. It is a those sweet guys, gig. They get, those people get everything, don't Good they? Good golly. Nice. They can buy their health insurance across state lines. Mm-hmm. They have to work probably only two-thirds of the days the nice rest of gig. us have to work. Nice And free candy. Free candy. That uh, stinks. If you were going to run for the United States Senate, that would yeah. be a nice platform to run on. If I get free, free candy, candy you get free candy, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Candy in everyone's mailbox or something like that, right? Oh, don't you have some Kit Kats? I do. I have lemon Kit Kats oh, right here. Oh, there you go. Okay. Do you guys want some? I, mm, listen, uh, somebody, one of the uh, salespeople brought in yeah. uh, a box of uh, I saw like moon pies yeah. or something over there, mm-hmm. right? What was that all about? I don't know. Do you have one? No. You didn't? No. I did. Yeah. I, I, I really need to lose five pounds. Okay, I would like to lose ten pounds. Mm-hmm. Don't get. You know what? <laughs> I got on the scale the other day. Yeah, I was significantly lighter. I mean, I was like down. No, the scale needed new batteries. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, there is no way. <laughs> Either that, that could be true. I may be dying. <laughs> and then I was like, that's got to be wrong. So I. You know, tipped it over and I took the little battery thing off. And I, oh, these are the original batteries. Oh. So this morning I went and got new batteries, put it in. I was like, there it is. <laughs> okay, hey, that's, more, that's more what I was expecting. The chub is back. Okay. Boy, those batteries weighed a lot. <laughs> I mean, what the heck? That's really yeah. a shame. <laughs> anyway, also saw on WPXI today, John, um, where to watch a drive in movie yeah. this summer in Pittsburgh. Okay, you know, you know I love a drive in. I know. You've gone to, I've got photos with you at the drive in. I know, and I really like it for the first 30, and then I fall asleep. 
if you're up late at night potting your plants and you you I, uh, say, oh, I'm up at one o'clock, okay, but I'm up at two o'clock. But here's, here's the thing. What am I going to do at the drive-in? Sit and watch a movie. Okay, but that's the problem is that I sit to watch the movie and then I fall asleep. Don't the, you watch I a mean, movie at home? I'm not potting my, no, I'm not potting my plant. You know, I have things to do at home. Right. I don't have anything Okay, to so do. Okay, here's the drive-in. Tell me where I can go. The dependable drive-in. That's where we went. Right, right. In, um, in Moon, PA, Clinton Road in Moon. Uh, nine bucks to get in. Kids are three dollars. That's fabulous, right? Okay. Take your kids to, and uh, you know they're showing. There's always multiple screens at the Dependable, uh, the Evergreen Drive-In in Mount Pleasant, PA. Very nice drive-in. Okay. I think it's one. Is it only one screen? Uh, I'm not sure. The Starlight Drive-In in Butler, PA. Also a very nice drive-in. What are they? Six dollars. Uh, eight bucks for uh, people twelve to sixty-four. They've got a senior and military. Uh, price is that, is that all there is oh the riverside drive-in that's a really nice drive-in i don't know where that is vandergriff pa okay very nice um anyone 12 and over 10 bucks the comet drive-in uh theater and flea market in dunbar pa brownsville drive-in where's grindstone pa never heard of it neither have i uh that's it that's our local this says one two and you know so the- maybe three in the pittsburgh area yeah, right. The dependable starlight and the one other one. That and I the, um, oh, the one in Butler. Yeah, the Riverside. Riverside. Vandergrift. Oh, Vandergrift. Very okay. nice. Hey, go to the drive-in. If you've never taken your kids to the drive-in. I feel like I want to try it again this So year. much fun. It, it's a lot of fun. A right. little bug spray, bag of chips, I'm, some soda. I'm not putting bug spray on. Then here come the mosquitoes. Oh. Don't get Lyme disease either. <laughs> Put all that stuff on. Be safe. Enjoy your movie. Word FM, remembering Charles Stanley. There is no hope without Jesus. And there's all the hope for all eternity with him as your Savior. A life dedicated to teaching others how to have a relationship with Jesus. Celebrating the life and legacy of Charles Stanley. Ask Alexa to play the word Pittsburgh to hear us there. We're on your Google speaker too. Plus iHeart, TuneIn, and on Odyssey. 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. Um, check it out. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. The number of Americans applying for unemployment benefits rose last week but remains low by historic standards. The Labor Department says jobless claims rose by 5,000 to 245,000. The four-week moving average of claims fell by 500 to 239,750. At the start of the year, weekly claims were running around 200,000. and They've gradually moved higher. Correspondent Jeremy House, the weekly claims numbers show that American workers enjoy unusual job security despite rising interest rates. The Pentagon moving additional troops and equipment to a naval base in the tiny Gulf of Aden nation of Djibouti to prepare for the possible evacuation of U.S. Embassy personnel from Sudan. That planning got underway in earnest on Monday after a U.S. Embassy convoy was attacked in Khartoum. This is SRN News. Wouldn't it be great to work in a place that makes a positive impact on the people, businesses, and churches around you? That place exists. I know because I work there. My name is Cassie, and I'm the digital marketing specialist with Salem Media Group in Pittsburgh. Right now, 101.5 Word FM and Salem Surround have an opening for one talented salesperson to join our team. Is that you? We'll bring the training. You just bring the talent. An understanding of digital marketing and some direct sales experience will definitely help you stand out. 
What are you waiting for? Take the first step to a career that is challenging, rewarding, and helps to create terrific results for our amazing customers. Join the sales team at Salem Media Group Pittsburgh. Email your resume to brad.marshall at salempittsburgh.com. That's brad.marshall at salempittsburgh.com. Salem Media Group is an equal opportunity employer. Contact the tax group for details and restrictions. Attention anyone that owes money to the IRS. The IRS has restarted aggressive enforcement actions against taxpayers who owe back taxes that were temporarily suspended for COVID. If you owe $10,000 or more, you must hear this because now is the time to clear your IRS tax debt. A special toll-free number has been established so you can stop penalty fees, avoid liens, levies, or other hostile measures by the IRS. Call the tax group right now at 800-792-4730. The tax group will provide you with the maximum protection afforded by law. I got behind on my taxes and owed $48,000. I didn't know what to do. I called and they got my bill lowered to just $3,500. I owed $87,000 in taxes and it was scary. I got the amount I owed down to just $3,500. I saved $83,500. If you owe money to the IRS, don't wait another day. Call 800-792-4730 right now before the IRS enforces liens, levies, and other regressive measures. The call and consult are absolutely free. Call now. Call 800-792-4730. 800-792-4730. 800-792-4730. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-333-1750. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-333-1750. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-333-1750. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-333-1750. It'll be partly cloudy and mild tonight. We'll reach a nighttime low of 57. Tomorrow will be warm. Temperatures approaching the record set back in 1985 with a few peaks of sunshine giving way to clouds. Expect an afternoon thunder shower at a high of 82. We'll see periods of rain and a thunderstorm to start the weekend Saturday. Expect a high Saturday of 59. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. Portions of the following program are pre-recorded. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Good afternoon. Thanks for coming along today. Um, news today, which I kind of raise an eyebrow and then move forward, that a news feed called BuzzFeed, right? Uh, BuzzFeed News is shutting down. I'm surprised by that. Well, what's the deal? So, uh, I'm not surprised. Wait, I, I, it's very complex for me. I tend not to stray far from my traditional news sources. Yeah. Right. And I see we, n- news sources like BuzzFeed and I go... Yeah, that's fake news. Or just weird news for yeah. me. Or, 
you know, things that I kind of I'm not really interested in. But apparently, BuzzFeed News won a Pulitzer. Yeah. Right. And I, I can't remember what they won it for, but I remember when it happened. So BuzzFeed News is going to shut down because they're not able to Was turn a profit. Was it for the George Floyd story? I have no idea. Did they release the video first? Uh, I'm not sure. The digital publisher laying off 15% of its employees or about 180 people across the uh, news and other divisions. Going forward, BuzzFeed will concentrate its news efforts in a single profitable news organization, Huffington Post or HuffPost. Mm-hmm. Same kind of thing. I think... That's kind of cheesy. That doesn't... Oh, it is cheesy. It's it's National Enquirer type of stuff. Or maybe borderline National Enquirer. That's what I always thought, right? You would see it like on Facebook. Or... So HuffPo and uh, them same are company. the same company? Yep. Mm-hmm. BuzzFeed News launched in 2012. Um... When I think of BuzzFeed, I think of mostly uh, celebrity news. Yeah. But We're... that's not that's certainly not what they won their Pulitzer for. Lex, what do you think of BuzzFeed? I think it's for funny little quizzes. Got it. And that's just about it. Um, But to answer your BuzzFeed question of what they won their Pulitzer Prize for, um, in in 2021... 2021. Yeah, they won their Pulitzer Prize Award for the company's international reporting and uncovering the Chinese government's mass detention of Muslims. Oh, okay. So that's serious journalism. Right. That's not celebrity news. So that's why it surprises me that they're shutting down the news sector. Well, and not shutting down the entertainment sector. You know this. Anything like all these startups, look at Uber. I mean, Uber has yet to earn a profit. I know. So there's all these startups that have been existing essentially on free money. Let's like mm-hmm. fun money. Well, these news organizations are the same, right? They're not profitable. They're not turning a profit. So sooner or later, you got to pull the plug. I mean, some people's pockets are only so deep. Most people's pockets are only so deep. So you just go, this is a losing effort. Thanks. I didn't know that Uber still hadn't. Had not turned a profit. No. So a lot of the startups, there's a whole new change. So at that point, if they haven't yet started a profit, to me, that's just a Ponzi scheme. Because you're you're basically paying your employees with money that investors are putting into your. Doesn't that seem like it's borderline Ponzi? Uh, well, it seems borderline foolish that after all this time, I mean, for a long time, a decade or more, these places aren't turning a profit. So who's shoveling all that money right. into that? And why are to you still end? doing that? Yeah, that's a good question. And one, you know, one major player stops paying and the whole thing closes up, right. which I guess is what BuzzFeed's trying to avoid. Okay, so Lex, since you're younger and probably less apt to look at, or maybe this is just a you know conjecture on my part, less apt to follow traditional news sources because your traditional news sources growing up were not my traditional news sources. So would you follow? I mean, are your preferred sources for news something like Huffington Post or BuzzFeed? Um, I don't necessarily see them as like fake news or like things that are um, untruthful. But at the end of the day, I do prefer to get a lot of my news from, uh, like I've mentioned, like Reuters and um, Reuters, uh, Reuters yep. rather. Sorry. Um, and a lot of the big name. OK, um, so traditional places. news sources. Yeah. Traditional news sources are. Right. Like you said, NPR, NPR. Right. Or, right. OK. Um but yeah, those are kind of the ones that I lean towards. Now, when I see BuzzFeed posting um, news and articles and stuff like that, I'm not going to necessarily say like, oh, this is Fake news. this is bad information because I'm sure they're going to get from somewhere. It's just that if I'm going to like read something, I want it to come from a source that I know is um, time and time again reputable. Right. Okay. So say what you will about the Pulitzer, and there's a lot to be said about that. Mm-hmm. But if you win a Pulitzer- It's a big deal. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. 
It establishes you as a serious mm-hmm. news source but it, information. Apparently, it didn't establish them as a profitable one. Right, that's the problem. Yeah, that's a surprise to mm-hmm. me. Um, do you get your news from Twitter? I got to be honest. I spent an hour on Twitter today. Mm-hmm. It's a cesspool. I leave after that hour emotionally damaged. Seriously, in great despair. Mm-hmm. It's all to me, at least whatever's curated for me from whom I'm following or, you know, they they say who you're following or for you. It's despairing news to me. Why do I even bother to go there? I don't know. Lex, do you get your news from Twitter? Very rarely. Do you? I don't get my news from Twitter. What I do get from Twitter is what people are talking about. What are the issues that people are talking about? And holy heck, I got to tell you. It's not good. I got to tell you how Christians adjudicate uh, doctrinal issues on Twitter is broken. It is broken. And you see, you know, there are uh, phases, issues that people go through. Trends. And as those ideas are trending, people just get more and more hyped about them. Mm. And I don't know. I, I I don't have the time or the energy to invest emotionally because, like yeah. I said, after a short amount of time, I'm like, get, get me out of here. This is crazy talk. But at the same time. Is that is that more since Mr. Musk took over? Yes, I believe so. Who do you trust in your news? That's the problem. Look what happened with Fox. Yeah. Fox paid this record amount of money because obviously yeah. they were spinning just a lot of they were junk. They were just they were letting their they were not letting. They were basically telling their hosts, you have to support a certain point of view because that's what our listeners want. And the meanwhile, the hosts behind the curtain are going, this, this is, is crazy. crazy town. Right. So then it, they get sued, of course, that a, a major judgment. against Seven hundred and eighty million dollars. At have the to same pay. time, who are you listening to? I mean, you're listening to. I think the only safe way to do it. Even that, to me, I know, is suspect. I know, but I think the only safe, maybe the safest way to do it is to just read a bunch of sources. That's the only way. I mean, I like the journal. Every day, I try to read the journal, the New York Times, the Washington Post, CBS, mm-hmm. ABC. ABC has, to me, the most nice. interesting sub-stories. You know what I mean? Stories that nobody else has. Yeah. I, that's why I particularly go to ABC. Um, I don't know. I, seriously. But, ev- but ev- I'm not saying any of them are ones that I'm going to stand up and salute. Right. That this is my go-to I would say my place. favorite one is the journal. What's your favorite one? Yeah, the Times? I would agree. I would or do you think the journal? Because I trust them more for what I would consider fair and balanced. I do. Fair. As close whatever as you that can is, get. Right? I, don't, yeah. I know. I don't know. I don't know. All right. BuzzFeed, fare you well. Gender or sex, how does God create? Reverend Kurt, Kurt Bjorklund coming up next. 101.5 WORD, the station with Pittsburgh's favorite Christian music every weekend. With the best new music. New, new, new music. New music from Matt Powell, 1991. 1991. Rest in the Father by Stephen Stanley. You can find rest in Newcomers Caleb and John with Hallelujah Feeling. I got that The best new music and Pittsburgh's favorites. 101.5 WORD. On the weekend.
This is an important notice to consumers facing $10,000 or more in credit card debt, medical bills, or other unsecured debt. You may not be required to pay it all back because there are special programs now in effect that will significantly reduce the amount you will owe if you qualify. This is not bankruptcy or a debt consolidation loan. These programs, which the credit card companies like to keep secret, exist to aid American consumers struggling with overwhelming credit card debt by offering tremendous savings and real debt relief. Accredited Debt Relief has established a special hotline for you to call and learn what savings you qualify for. They've helped qualify consumers with over a billion dollars in debt and are A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. So don't wait. Get the relief you need during these hard economic times. For this free information, call the Accredited Debt Relief Hotline now. Call 800-786-2300. 800-786-2300. That's 800-786-2300. Just when you thought it couldn't get any better, Mike Lindell with MyPillow is launching the MyPillow 2.0. When Mike invented MyPillow, it had everything you could ever want in a pillow. Now, nearly 20 years later, he's discovered a new technology that makes it even better. The MyPillow 2.0 has the patented adjustable fill of the original MyPillow and now has a brand new fabric that is made with a temperature-regulating thread. The MyPillow 2.0 is the softest, smoothest, coolest pillow you'll ever own. Hey, this is John Hall. For my exclusive listeners, the MyPillow 2.0 is buy one, get one free with promo code WORD. MyPillow 2.0 temperature-regulating technology is 100% made in the USA and comes with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Just go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square to the buy one, get one free offer. Just when you thought MyPillow couldn't get any better, MyPillow 2.0 gives you the best pillow ever. Enter promo code WORD or call 800-391-0954 to get your MyPillow 2.0s now. Looking for some extra income? Get competitive pay and flexible hours as a school bus driver with A1 Transit, providing safe, reliable, affordable transportation throughout the tri state since 1989 perfect for retirees this fun family-run company offers free cdl classes and a sign-on bonus must be 24 years or older to apply and must complete a background check a1 transit in lawrenceville to apply in person call 412-781-6170 that's 412-781-6170 it's time for the reverend kurt bjorkland mm-hmm. We haven't talked to Kurt in a while. Always a pleasure to have him. Kurt's the senior pastor at Orchard Hill Church. And when we have a difficult question, sometimes we call him. Today's one of those days. Yeah. Kurt, happy to talk to you. Welcome in. Thank you. Good to be with you today. Our pleasure, Kurt. So, of course, if you're following along at home, and it's almost an impossibility not to, the notion of sex and gender have become extremely hot topics in American society today. Yes? Absolutely. Yeah. Everywhere you turn, there's a story in the news about some kind of gender transition or a flashpoint uh, between different ideologies and groups. I don't know if you just saw this last week uh, or so, maybe a little more than a week ago, Riley Gaines, who's a female swimmer, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> was speaking at San, uh, San Francisco State University about the unfair advantage that Leah Thomas had as a male transition to a female and um and the community erupted she ended up being barricaded in a room for her own protection for about three hours and and all of the hubbub after that so yeah everywhere you turn this is a, a huge question nice. right now. now now kurt i'm sure you're like me 
uh, you d- no one wants to be, uh, you know, said, oh, you're a bigot. No one wants to say, oh, you're a transphobe. You, you want to approach this with love, but boy, I, it's hard to make sense of it for me. Yeah, it's um, well, it, it actually the the issue in some ways has played to people's desire not to stand against anything. But what's happened in this issue that really has made it unique for Christians, I believe, from a lot of other issues where you might say we have truth and we believe the truth, but if you as culture and people in the culture want to live differently, live how you want to live. What's different is the the sex transition um, surgeries that are being done on children. Yep. And some of the the rhetoric and the almost forced to um, go along, like if you misgender somebody, supposedly it's an act of violence yes. and, you know, those kinds of things where it's like, well, okay, just because somebody doesn't necessarily believe that, that this person has transitioned um, doesn't mean you don't mean that they exist, don't believe they exist or that you believe they're not of value or that they don't have legitimate issues that they're concerned about. But it just means you don't have to necessarily say, yes, I believe that this guy in a women's swimsuit is really a woman uh, who can swim faster because he went through puberty as a biological male. How do you communicate what you really think about it uh in a way that is kind i i mean i i i guess i i react badly um i i, I react against what i see online especially on twitter or what i see in a lot of talk radio which is just a bunch of really opinionated people who are really mad as heck and they're not going to take it anymore and it just comes off as being it's just it's it, it's rough, and I, I I just don't think that it jibes with jibes with being a Christian. But at the same time, things are being forced upon That's us. That's right, and so you don't want to not say anything. You don't want to be afraid to speak your mind. I don't I, I don't know how do you, how do you find the right way forward? Is that such a thing? Yeah, well, I'd like to think that 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 way is findable. I I think what makes again this issue hard is the way that it's being framed and that it's harder and harder to to not say something that is offensive simply by saying I don't believe that that this category is legitimate um, if you say that you are considered a transphobe in this day and age right. and so even just something saying something like like I believe that the Bible teaches that God created male and female yes. that it is not a gender versus sex distinction, but there's one category and yes. God created. I mean, that's such a simple verse right at the beginning of the Bible, very clear. Um, and so if you um, say that, then it's really hard to not be considered um, hateful just by simply saying that. But I think what you can always do is work to um, – communicate as best you can in ways that are firm but also kind so when possible use people's own words and arguments don't place arguments onto them in other words say okay this is what you said this is how i see it and why i see it differently obviously you don't have to uh, confront everything that you 
disagree with. But I do think, again, in this issue, there's a little bit more at stake because of what's happening with kids and the gender transition. I feel like there is a, a need for the church to have a voice that says, says we are um, we don't believe that this is God's intention for people um, to go through transition surgeries at a young age. Certainly, you know, when somebody hits a certain age, uh, what they want to do is what they want to do. Um, the, the other thing that I think is important is being able to distinguish between having a view and being hateful. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is, is really simple, but like if you go to the Ten Commandments, I believe that taking the Lord's name in vain is sinful. Um, and uh, I think that's pretty well documented in Scripture. That's not a hard thing to, to say. But nobody thinks I hate everybody who, um, by making that statement, who uses the Lord's name in vain. Um, or that I'm somehow a hater because I have said that. Um, nor do I feel the need to go out and correct everybody who uses the Lord's name in vain. When I'm in the grocery store and somebody curses i'm not like hey you um you live and you say you know i believe that that god has given us a way for human flourishing and and if somebody else doesn't believe that then i can live in parallel with them and still believe something different um now that's a more inane example because it doesn't impact other people in the same way that that this issue does Kurt Bjorkman is with us, Orchard Hill Church. We're going to talk about Orchard Hill and the different um, locations that it has before the end of the segment. Um, but, Kurt, I think you've landed on something that uh, deserves a much longer conversation than we have. But um, how is it that you that we as Christians um, figure out how to speak about this in a way that is... Um, are direct. we? Yeah, is direct. I'm having a hard time talking about it, as you can tell, because I really struggle with this. I have um, gender dysphoria in my own extended family. I recognize how painful it is. I never like to be flippant when I talk about this because I know that there are many, many uh, people out there listening who have a deep emotional connection to this. So I'm trying to be as sensitive as, as I possibly can. Um, but but here's but here's my concern. My concern is that we as Christians want to portray Jesus as accurately as we possibly can to a watching world. Um, And sometimes I fear that we act more like the purity police. Um, And so um, talk about how you, you know, we stand up for what we think is right without lecturing the watching world. Yeah, you know, I think... um Kathy, there's probably two errors that Christians, the church, can fall into very easily, and we can probably vacillate between the two in the same conversation, and that is um, accommodating culture and not saying what is true, and um, because we don't want to be at odds with culture, we don't want to make Jesus appear um, bigoted, unkind, all of those kinds of things. And so we just simply don't say anything. Um, and then the second would be what you're talking about, which is where you become so enamored with trying to speak truth that there's no love, no compassion, no sight of individuals. And I think you always have to 
be willing to see people, know people, talk to real people who are who hold the view. Mm-hmm. Most of the people who end up with um, with really strong rhetoric don't have a lot of strong relationships with people who don't think like that. And um, and it's more comfortable sometimes to be cloistered with people who only see the world the way you see the world. But mm-hmm. when you're with people who see the world differently, it, it does bring compassion um, to the fore um, in, in the way that you speak. And so I, I think both need to be there. And, and, and you know, one of the, the challenges with this issue is, is in many ways, this is a, an outworking of the broader issue of gender inside the church and in the culture. And what I mean by that is, is it fell out of fashion 30 years ago to say that there was any distinction between men and women, uh, period. Um, however you work that out in your ecclesiology or in your home life. And, and now we're shocked that a whole generation is coming along saying there's no distinction between between, you know, kind of what a male and a female is. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and so in a way, the church's unwillingness to speak to that issue for, um, you know, last several decades has, has helped land the church in the position that it's in today. Right. I think, Kurt, for a lot of people, this has come upon society, the culture, so quickly that it's just confusing to people. And it also, you know, makes people angry, uh, a little overwhelmed, and you don't know how to engage, especially if you've got kids, whether they're 6 or 16 or 26, you want to be engaged with them. But the fact of the matter is, you know, uh, people 25 and under or 35 and under, you know, uh, they've moved on already. This conversation has lost its steam because the rest of the world's nodding their head. And you and I and Kath and probably a lot of our listeners, we're still clinging to something that society has gone. uh, We're done with this. And, you know, sex and gender are fluid. And so you can continue to complain about it, but we're done with it. Well, that in many ways continues to be the the plight of the church on many issues in a society that is increasingly post-Christian. Um, and so I think the church, it, you know, the church of the 20, 30 years ago, the messaging of the church was largely, hey, believe in Jesus and you can have all the good things of this world and go to heaven too. Yeah. Um, and what's happened in the last five years maybe or so is the message is now if you're a Christian, you're bigoted, hateful, and you are somehow, whether or not you are personally, just by ascribing to believing that the Bible is the Word of God, people will assume that that is who you are. And And so being a Christian in our culture is becoming more anathema than it was even a few years ago. And, and I think it's going to be harder and harder for Christians to, to have a positive persona in culture because of the way that these issues, and not just this issue, but several issues, are coming to, um, to the front. And it's forcing people to take a, a, a position. And, um, and, and so I, at least my take is that 
that's probably not going to get easier mm-hmm. or reverse trend, at least not in the immediate future. And part of it is, you know, it used to be relativism was kind of the, the predominant milieu of our culture, which is just the idea that, hey, if you do what's good for you, I'll do what's good for me. I don't try to tell you what to do. You don't try to tell me what to do. But somewhere in the last four or five years, what's happened is, is everything has changed to be you should believe this position. And if you don't believe this position, then you are what's wrong with the world. And, and so that, and in, and as a Christian, some of those positions are correct and you can hold the position and should, but some of them are incorrect biblically. And so you, if you're going to be faithful to scripture are forced to be at odds with the culture on some of those positions. And it's no longer this relativistic believe what you want. And this, again, becomes one of those issues. Dr. Kurt Bjorklund's been with us at Orchard from Orchard Hill Church. Uh, Kurt, would you talk about Orchard Hill, about the different locations you have and what's going on up there and around there and yeah. down there? Well, it's been, it's been a great year um, at Orchard Hill. Just, uh, you know, we've um, really come back and have more people coming than pre-COVID by quite a bit, which has really been amazing. Um, we have a great location in Butler, a great one going in the Strip District, one starting in South Point uh, area, and then our Wexford campus is the original campus. And so, um, yeah, a lot of great things. Um, building an addition on the campus in Wexford, um, just moved into a new location in South Point. Uh, so, yeah, a lot of great things happening. Fabulous. Well, Kurt, it's always a pleasure. Thanks an awful lot. I mean, uh, you come on and uh, you push into some difficult, difficult subjects and conversations, but you always do so uh, with a deep Christ-centeredness. So we appreciate your time here. Well, have a good afternoon. And you as well. Kurt Bjorkland, Orchard Hill Church. Orchard Hill, easily found on the web, Orchard Hill Church. If you've heard any of our radio commercials here on Word FM, you know that we like funny stories that make us smile. This is not one of those commercials. I read this week that over one-third of U.S. adults now owe more in credit card debt than they have saved. Add in the fact that milk and gas and kids' clothes and everything is out of control. And I think it's fair to say it's a scary time for a lot of good people. It's Ryan from United Faith Mortgage. And if that's you, I do believe a cash-out refinance, pulling out some of the value your home has earned the last few years, could be a saving grace. Yes, mortgage interest rates are up but credit card rates are about three to five times higher. We've helped hundreds of listeners do this, using a cash out to rid of the credit card debt and then saving some extra aside for the road ahead. And it's undoubtedly a life changer for many. If you'd like to chat about your situation, we are United Faith Mortgage. United Mortgage Corp, Melbourne, New York. And a blessing for 1330. Pennsylvania Department of Banking and Securities. Mortgage Lender License 22672. Tens of thousands affected by the toxic water at Camp Lejeune are left with death, cancer, Parkinson's, dementia, birth defects, and other serious illnesses. And along with the harm, so many worries. My family drank the Camp Lejeune water. What if our health gets worse and we need more financial help? How do I protect my VA benefits and get the compensation I deserve and need? The answer is simple. Call James Harris Law, the experienced, trusted law firm that can get you significant compensation while protecting all your VA benefits. We're already fighting for hundreds of Marines, families, and civilians who drank Camp Lejeune water. But if you miss the deadline... 
you could forever lose your right to the justice you deserve. So call our Camp Lejeune Legal Helpline now. Now may be your last chance to receive full compensation. Don't delay. Call 800-299-7878. That's 800-299-7878. 800-299-7878. Has your home fallen victim to Mother Nature? Get a free storm damage analysis from Bachman's Roofing. You may never notice the damage from storms, so let the experienced team at Bachman's Roofing provide a free analysis to check for damages from the recent storms. Bachman's is now offering 0% financing and no payments for six months. Call 412 744 90 or visit bachmansroofing.com to set up your free storm damage analysis by May 1st. That's 412-744-8390. Terry Wardenas here from the Gateway Clipper. The best way to see Pittsburgh is aboard a Three Rivers sightseeing cruise. Join us and experience our city and learn something about it too. Sales weekends in April and May. Visit gatewayclipper.com for tickets. We are everywhere on your radio at 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh at wordfm.com, the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey. It'll be partly cloudy and mild tonight. We'll reach a nighttime low of 57. Tomorrow will be warm. Temperatures approaching a record set back in 1985 with a few peaks of sunshine giving way to clouds. Expect an afternoon thunder shower at a high of 82. We'll see periods of rain and a thunderstorm to start the weekend Saturday. Expect a high Saturday of 59. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. Does this make sense? Does what make sense? Taking everything off of your walls and starting over. I mean, the thing that the piece of art that's been hanging there, the photograph that's been hanging there for two decades, you're taking it down, you're patching the walls and starting over. It makes perfect sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's a lot of work. It's a bit of a pain in the keister. But it feels good when it's all said and done. I'd said this before. We come home from school. My mom would have the whole first floor arranged differently. She was hauling couches, love seats, chairs, dining room tables. And you'd go, oh, hey, mom, that looks great. It's like a brand new house. Yeah. She did that all the time. That's super cute. So that would make sense. Are you thinking about that? Uh, I am thinking about it. I, I am... I've decided I'm doing it. My whole office, you know, I, I already mentioned earlier, we're getting recarpeting uh, in the, across recarpeting. No, we're getting new carpeting across the entire station. Yeah. I'm, I'm making a blank canvas out of my office. Oh, are you though? Mm-hmm. A blank. You canvas. know why? Because hmm. it makes so much sense. It does make sense. It'll be fresh and new. Mm-hmm. It will. I'm not doing it. Okay. Uh, does this make sense? Mm-hmm. We just went through this. The IRS. Listen, that doesn't make a bit of sense. And our 400,000-page tax code is idiotic. So how do other countries I don't know. tax their citizens effectively, or don't they? I don't know. There's got to be a better way. There has to be. It doesn't make any sense at all to me. What a mess. It's a total mess. Do you pay somebody to do your taxes? Yes. Mm-hmm. You know why? Because I don't want to be stuck with exactly. The I mean, that's how. And are are you educated? 
in the tax laws? No. I mean, do you have an education? Yes. Yes. Do you have a job you've had for a long yes. time? Doesn't matter. You still can't no, do. No, no. So what hope do people have who aren't educated, who don't have a job? Yeah, sure. They don't have any hope of doing their taxes. It's a mess. It's, it's just... way too difficult. Way, way too difficult. I don't know. <clears throat> okay. So you want to redecorate, essentially, your just workspace. Just starting over. Completely reimagining my workspace. Mm-hmm. What's that going to look like? Well, that's the excitement of it, right? right? Is you don't know what it's going to no, look no. like. But I've had the same piece of art over my desk for the last nine years. You've had a deer head Ten... in your office for more than a decade. It wasn't my choice. A gigantic deer head. It was not my choice. Will the deer head stick around? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I look forward to the motif. Do you? Could be a, like a whole, like, what if you like did stuffed animals everywhere? No. Oh, that's the word. That whole kind of like thing. clowns or call... dolls. No, just call the, the taxidermy. No. It's right. not happening. All right. IRS doesn't make sense. Mm-mm. Redecorating does. does. 101.5 WORD. Imagine surprising your mom with $2,000. <laughs> if you're the winner in our $2,000 Mother's Day sweepstakes, you can. Enter up to once per day between now and May 11th to increase your chances of winning. For all she does, your mom is so worth it. Enter the $2,000 Mother's Day sweepstakes. Make your mom a winner today. Sign up at wordfm.com. Sponsored by Bedner's Farm and Greenhouse. If you're a business owner, imagine getting up to $26,000 per employee. There's still time for business owners to file for the Employee Retention Tax Credit Program. This program is for business owners who continue to pay their W-2 employees during the COVID pandemic. Many businesses qualify and simply do not know it. All business types and industries may qualify. You can claim the credit even if you received a PPP loan. This is a cash payment and not a loan and can be claimed now. The licensed CPAs and tax professionals at DH Tax and Consulting have been serving business owners across the country for over 15 years. The best part is that until you receive your cash payment, you don't pay us a dime. Our tax credit specialists are available now at 833-ERC-FILE and your tax payment estimate is quick, easy, and free. That's 833-ERC-FILE to qualify you and your business for up to $26,000 per W-2 employee for free federal aid. Call us now at 833-ERC-FILE. That's 833-ERC-FILE. People ask me sometimes, Lance, I'm worried about my finances and I feel bad because I shouldn't be worried, right? I realize that inflation is going to be eating up money. I've got to do something to get around this crazy stock market and Biden's spending spree. Gold has, since the beginning of time, been the resource that God's people have relied on. The silver is mine and the gold is mine, is what the prophet Haggai said during a time of great shaking. To protect your retirement, I recommend that you diversify your 401k or IRA right out of paper assets and into physical gold. And the best way to do that is with Gold IRA from the Birch Gold Group. I want you to text the words FAITH, F-A-I-T-H, to 989898 and get a free info kit on gold IRAs. There's no strings attached to this, so just text FAITH, F-A-I-T-H, to 989898 and see what I've discovered here about gold and its ability to stabilize your investment and create a storage of wealth for you in unsteady times. 
Rama Christian School is enrolling now. Rama is a private school in Moon Township serving children in preschool through 8th grade. Recognized for its commitment to a biblically integrated curriculum that nurtures a Christian worldview and academic excellence, Rama aims to develop the whole child, spiritually, physically, mentally, emotionally, and socially. Rama is a true community of families who desire to raise up the next generation of godly leaders, also offering programs for homeschool families. For tuition and enrollment information, visit RamaChristianSchool.org. Well, this is the walking season, is it not, right? Temperatures are up, trees are blooming everywhere, people are out and about, right? I love it. I mean, you see those stalwarts walking December, January, February, March, you know, and it's the rest of us who get out there in the nice weather. Yep. Uh, What about, um, uh, I saw a thing at uh, Thrillist, it's a website, Thrillist, the, uh, the most walkable cities in the country. Oh, okay. So this would be if I want to go visit a city, but I don't want to rent a car. I yeah. don't want to Uber. I'd like to go someplace where I can walk around. Right. Maybe you rent a, a you know, a book an apartment or a, a hotel room downtown. Yeah. And walk around the ten most walkable cities okay. in the country: Denver, Colorado. Mm-hmm. Okay, the, I, I wouldn't have expected that, and I've never been there. The crisp air rolling down from the Rockies, filling your lungs, that makes the, the stroll through Denver so invigorating. Also, um, the weed smell wafting. They talk you. about that. Do they? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Since, you know, the legalization, yeah. they said skunk is everywhere. Uh, they talk about the, they always give you the, the best neighborhoods, uh, which is called Logo, which is a.k.a. Lower Downtown. Okay. Transforming since the 1980s. But they said, you know, the, the backdrop of the Rockies. Oh, it must be so beautiful. Be. Yeah, beautiful. Mm-hmm. Denver, Colorado. I've never been to Denver. I've been to Colorado Springs. I've never been there lovely. either. Portland, Oregon. <laughs> okay, no, I have walked a lot around Portland, have Oregon. You? Yes, I have. What for what reason? I was there on a trip. I was there for four days, I think. Okay. Maybe three days. Um tell me what it says about it. It says uh your friend who moved to Portland to become a parrot therapist is obnoxiously obsessed with his new home. But the throngs who have flocked to the city of roses do have a point. It's that rare city that lives up to the hype and that you can explore most of by foot, or if you want to fit in, by fixie. You know what a fixie is? Mm-mm. It's a it's a bicycle without it's Got a it. fixed gear bicycle. All right. Posh, uh I I very much disagree with that. Posh neighborhoods? Uh, like the Pearl, have still kept their bohemian character intact. The Alberta Arts District is a dense thicket I of excellent there. restaurants, bars, and galleries, okay. all bunched into a 20-block stretch on the well, north that, side that of the city. that sounds fun. Also, of note, the weather's mild year-round, especially if you carry a rain shell. Portland, Oregon. I really loved, absolutely loved, and was in awe of the area around Portland. The, the mountainous area, the hiking, yeah. the, it, it is so spectacular. The city, I did not like at all. I have a family who live in Portland. Yeah, I do not like it. I, I, I thought it, I, to leave. I didn't think it was it was a nice city to walk around. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't. There, there are so many people sleeping and sitting on the streets that it was difficult. And you, I always felt badly like I was going to step on somebody or what? I no, I didn't like it. So, is, because the weather's decent, is that the draw for homelessness? Mm-hmm. Probably Maybe, so. yeah. Okay, uh, number seven, Long Beach, California. I've also been there. Southern California gets a bad rep when it comes to walkability, but Los Angeles, of course, a dystopian hellscape. 
Uh, but there are certain cities, Long Beach foremost, where using your feet actually makes sense. You know, even if the city is best seen from the back of a Snoop DeVille, it has seen a massive influx of people drawn to a surprisingly bustling downtown. Think of it as Santa Monica without the price tag and minus the giant mall in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. Long Beach. I think Long Beach is really nice. And there's a gigantic, and I mean gigantic, port there. Mm, and sure. if is it you, the largest port? It could it be. be. It could be. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's if you can take, you know, there are lots of charters that leave from Long Beach, and it's fascinating. Interesting. It made me a little sick to be on a little charter boat when you see the gigantic container ships that are coming mm, in yeah, next sure, to sure, you. Sure. It, but I thought it was fascinating. I really loved it. Seattle, Washington. You've been to Seattle? Mm, yes, I have. Mm, yeah. The city is built atop hills that provide sweeping views Beautiful. of Puget Sound. Also means the trek from Waterside Belltown, what is basically a sheer cliff to the trendy Capitol Hill, is a delight. I didn't do that. Um, but I don't Pike know. Place Market is Pike Place absolutely Market. Sister, yeah. gorgeous. Sings the praises It's of it. fabulous. I would, I would go to Seattle just to go to the market. Mm-hmm. It's so, It's Excellent. so sweet. Uh, number six is Philadelphia. I've okay. been to Philadelphia many times. I haven't. It's a great walking is city. Is it? Yeah. Um, there's old Philadelphia, which is, you know, I mean, Benjamin Franklin's the historic grave. Part? Yeah. Okay. Fabulous. I mean, I've it's never a really, done that. really great city. Really great city. Yeah. It's too bad it's, you know, we have such odd it's feelings. Because of Philadelphia. And it's, yeah. it appears that becoming more and more dangerous. Uh, as New York real estate prices out young creative types, Philly is there to scoop them up. And no wonder. Philly was always a distinct but sibling city to New York City, as a friend of mine once said. With Philly, you get 80% of New York for 50% of the price. Mm-hmm. That ratio extends to the city's walkability. You can stroll from the row houses along the waterfront in Old City to the Victorian mansion surrounding Rittenhouse Square okay. without breaking a sweat. I've been, yeah, uh, it's really a great city. It really is. I should um, try that. Now, did you enjoy, I know there's a really big park in the city. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I forget Lovely. what that's called. I don't know. The same guy. I Plus wanna, the art museums are fabulous. Is that, I, I see I seem to think that the same guy who designed, am I right about this, that designed Central Park? Oh, designed Olmstead. that, yeah, designed that park in really? Philadelphia. I did not know that. Or they were contemporaries. Next city is Chicago. Oh. Chicago, my family, uh, we have roots in Chicago. Uh, and I've never spent much time, I've, I've been through Chicago. Uh, what Here's you read thing. about it? Here's is, the thing I was walking, I spent maybe four days in Chicago. And one of the days I spent on my own, just exploring. And mul- and multiple times I felt unsafe. Really? And one time a woman came up to me and said, excuse me, are you from around here? And I said, no, I'm from Pittsburgh. And she said, well, I'm from Chicago and I saw where you were going to walk. And I want to tell you that you shouldn't walk there. Oh, that's interesting. She was very sweet. Thank very, you. very sweet. Right. But it's, I mean, if you go out on uh, Navy, P- Navy Pier is so beautiful and fun and i loved everything Mm, everything mm -hmm. about that but i don't think i'd be walking around there by myself okay next city washington dc oh fabulous that's made for walkers right yep Uh, the nation's capital ranks is the third most walkable city uh there's so much of course diversity in a walk throughout the city says longtime residents you can walk through meridian hill georgetown 8th street rock creek park 
You feel like you're in a different city with each place. D.C.'s shifting topography and generally short stature. Only a handful of buildings here exceed 200 feet in height. Um, it's just constant source yeah, of discovery. I think that'd number be fun. Number three, I do too. Uh, number two, Boston. Never been to Boston. I was a student here, so they say in here. So my review of the city sidewalks are going to be colored by my complete lack of meaningful obligations during that time. But you can walk from Alston on the west side to Fort Point Channel on the east in a little over an hour and check off a lot of sightseeing along the way. Oh, see, that's wonderful. Mm -hmm. I'd love to go to Boston and check out the whole historical thing. I want to go to Fenway. I'd like to go to Fenway. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Let's let's get our friend Mike. Ride home trip. Yeah. Lex, can you book it? Let's go. Uh, San Francisco, California. Mm-hmm. May, maybe the hikeable is a better descriptor. Yeah. You're still hard-pressed to find another city in California that lets you go through car-free without feeling like a pariah. Is this the number one? No. It's, okay. Uh, no. Uh, the number one is uh, New York, New York. Okay. And I can attest to that. Yeah. Have uh, you walked at all in New oh, York? <laughs> kidding me? The Bronx, you all the way. You left your blood, sweat, and tears in uh, New York. Up and down, up and down, up and down. It's a great walking city. I mean, there's no point in having a car if you live in New York City. That would be a if liability. You, need a car, you just rent a car. You know, yeah. No, you just... Okay. You brought up San Francisco on there. Yeah. Now, San Francisco is epic and gorgeous. Mm. But I'm going to say the same thing I said about you think Portland. Is it dangerous? Well, I, I haven't been there in a really long time. Yeah. I can't. But my what I hear about the dirty nature of the city mm. is what's keeping me away. I don't want to get into that. No. I really don't want to get into that. Yeah. Well, it's, so it feels like if you're in a if you're generally a warm city, homelessness is overriding that city. Fair to say. Yeah. It what seems do you do like about it. the homeless population? I mean, it's it's exploded here in the city of Pittsburgh as well, isn't right. it? Right. It really has. And you know, in, I wish there was an answer to it. I but, wish there was too, because I am interested in the welfare of the people who are homeless. You got to take care. And of I'm not interested in my, in my own only but it i also don't believe that allowing people to do whatever they want and live wherever they want is the best thing for them or the city i was driving into work today and i come down you know where the bathtub is on the parkway yep. it's a state trooper there and they weren't arresting i mean there's always guys there with signs yep. state trooper was like clearing them out i've heard that the mon wharf has reached Poor proportions. Well, look, there's a brand new shelter downtown that apparently is filled, right? Right. The one next to the jail, the commons? Um, yeah. Light of Life in the, mm-hmm. on the north side is a new facility as well. Uh, City Mission in Washington, PA. I don't know. It does feel like an epidemic, right? Whether it's drugs or alcohol or, or whatever, I think homelessness is really through the roof here. And it's not just Pittsburgh. Okay, we'll take a quick break. Come back. Uh, what do you do? Is there a solution? W- would there be a solution for this? National Teacher of the Year has been named. I'll tell you who she is next. Hi, my name is Ryan Bourne. And I'm Danica Bourne. And, and we're, we're the, the owners, owners of, of South Coast, Coast Tax. We started our company 10 years ago in an effort to help our fellow Christians experiencing tax issues resolve their matters by taking a simple three-step approach. South Coast Tax are Christian-based tax accountants and attorneys that specialize in releasing bank levies, wage garnishments, and filing complex tax returns. We are the leaders in acceptance of offers and compromise with awesome results. We're also a small firm who will treat you like family, not just a number. Call us today at 1-800-TAX-1176 for a free consultation. And we'll take the time to explain all the programs that you qualify for in order to allow you a fresh start. 
Proverbs 15.22 says, Plans fail for lack of counsel, but with many advisors, they succeed. Call us today at 1-800-TAX-1176, and together we can help achieve this goal by putting the IRS debt behind you for good. Again, that number is 1-800-TAX-1176. Moms, wow, aren't they special? Doesn't that word just warm your heart and make you feel loved? Hi, it's me, Marcia, from The Spring House, and I am so blessed to get to work side-by-side with my mom every day in our family business. And right now, my mom and I are planning for a special day for you and your mom on Mother's Day. Every year on Mother's Day, we barbecue chicken quarters over the open pit outside with our secret butter sauce. Baked beans, corn pudding, coleslaw, macaroni salad, ho-ho cake, and more will abound inside to go along with that tasty, tender chicken. When I was a teenager and we first started cooking for crowds, all my mom wanted for Mother's Day was for us five kids to help get ready to make this a special day for our guests. So bring your family and come hungry to enjoy the wonderful farm-fresh meal that we started all those years ago. Oh yeah, live music and free cones for moms too. Let us share a little of our farm with you. The Spring House in 84 PA, 724-228-3339 or springhousemarket.com. Inflation is pushing up the cost of just about everything. Food, gas, clothing. But life insurance, which thanks to inflation you need now more than ever, actually costs less today than it did a few years ago. Now is the time to get the insurance you need at a price you can afford. Call Select Quote now and we'll help you save more than 50% on term life insurance. In a hurry? Don't worry. With Select Quote, you can get up to $2 million in instant, same day coverage with no medical exam. That's right, get up to $2 million in instant, affordable, same day coverage with no medical exam in under an hour. Call Select Quote now at 1 800 507 2266. That's 1 800 507 2266. Or go to SelectQuote.com now and get up to $2 million in instant, same day coverage with no medical exam. That's 1-800-507-2266. Full details on example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. Rebecca Peterson is a math teacher at Union High School in Tulsa, Oklahoma. She's been named the 2023 National Teacher of the Year. Wow. The 10th to 12th grade teacher was selected out of five finalists by the Council of Chief State School Officers, which is a nonprofit organization. She says, I'm so grateful to represent this incredibly powerful profession. Along with teaching, Peterson runs the blog One Good Thing, posting positive updates from her classroom daily with over 1,400 contributions to date. She said she started her career at the college level, switched to teaching in high school, which was a shock to her system. But she says, what I say saved my career was that I started looking for the good every day. And I started writing fun, good things every day. And when I took the time to notice the good, the good became better. So as the uh, current Oklahoma Teacher of the Year, she shares uplifting stories from teachers across all 77 counties in Oklahoma on her social media. She's been in the education field for 14 years, spent 11 years at Union High School. She holds a, um, a, mas- a bachelor's and a master's degree in mathematics from Oklahoma Wesleyan University and the University of South Dakota. She was named uh, finalist for the Presidential Awards for Excellence in Mathematics and Science Teaching. Nicole, we used to do a uh, you know teaching award here in Pittsburgh, but that disappeared. It did, yeah. Like, 
a, the Pittsburgh Teacher of the Year. Uh-huh. I wonder whatever happened to that. I don't know. It was sponsored by another uh, network here in the city. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, and but I think it's so important to highlight teachers right now because what they're oh, doing I can't imagine being in the is, classroom. So I was talking to a friend of mine who is a student at Pitt mm-hmm. and uh let's see he he's a junior. Anyway, he was talking about this club that he's involved in. It's like a it's a student organization officially uh, registered with the university. Yeah. And how frustrating it is for him because when they go to meet, he said literally everybody's on their phone and he said so they're student-led so a person gets up front to like tell them about the next event they're doing or the next whatever and he said this is the person that we elected to be the head of our group and he said people are talking people are laughing people aren't paying attention he said it's like people lost their manners over covid they lost their sense of decorum yeah so it's not just the phones. It's the fact that, you know, there's some poor dude up front who you said yes to, and now you don't give him the time of day. I don't know. What rescues us from that? I mean, that sort of thing, manners and decorum, that's from the home base. Yeah. But, well, Lex, what do you think about that? Do you think it's, you think things have gotten worse decorum-wise since COVID? Yeah, I would probably say so. I'll be honest. I really think I really oh, think it has. Really? Because here's the thing, when you're watching someone teach or speak to you on Zoom, you don't have to pay no, attention. No, 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 no. Right? So now that you're in person, if you've done that for two years You've lost the skill. I think you've lost the skill to sit there and look at somebody in the, in the eye. Well that's ending on a bad note. Isn't it? We're that's going to the pirate a, game tonight. We are going to the pirate game tonight. Let's go Bucks, right? That's right. Let's go Bucks. Fabulous. Hey, thanks Ta- for being with taking us. Taking the Reds down. We surely are. Have yourself a great night. Podcast is up and running after we leave the air. The Ride Home with John and Kathy, a production of Salem Media Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.